You're listening to World Oil Deep Dive, conversations with energy industry leaders and engineers about the market trends and technologies shaping the oil and gas industry. Now, here's this week's episode. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jim Watkins, and uh, I'm here live at ATCE. So I know some of you won't have had a chance to make it out to San Antonio, and so we're going to sit down and talk with uh, companies that are launching new products here at ATCE to kind of bring you up to speed on what you missed. All right, folks. Uh, now we're here with Ryan Harry from Oil States. Uh, Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So tell, tell the folks a, a little bit about what you do uh, for Oil States. So, uh, you know, I support, uh, I'm the general manager for international operations. So, um, you know, anything outside the U.S. Uh, in support of really wellhead isolation, uh, temperance line of tools, uh, pretty much anything we run in the States uh, to try to you know, find a new market, gain a foothold, uh, and, ex- and expand our, our footprint internationally. Wow. Okay. So that encompasses a, a so what was it again? One more time. Everything outside of the U.S. Outside of the U.S. Yes. So so were you at Adipac recently then? Uh, I was not actually. Uh, I had a few of my team that were there. Uh, we had a pretty good presence out there, but uh, I missed it this year. Yeah. I had just gotten back from the uh, Saudi Arabia, so oh, right. uh, to turn yeah. around and go right back over uh, to UAE <laughs> was a little bit of a quick turnaround time. That, so. That's a tough one. Yeah. And, and that was something. We can, I mean, can we talk about that? Is that top secret about what you guys are doing with the Ramco and stuff? No, no, not at all. All right. Well, yeah. tell us about that. Yeah, so uh, really as it relates to uh, the temperance line of tools, uh, that's going to be the, the hydropole and motor gas separate, hydropole specifically and extended reach applications, uh, is really what we're trying to um, really just uh, you know, d- define basically what the value proposition is. They've right. got a lot of uh, extended reach wells, um, and you know, this technology enables them to, uh, to reach further. Uh, but also do it faster because, uh, you know, there might be other tools that say, of course, we can reach bottom, but how long is it going to take you? To right, get exactly. Uh, so it's all about efficiencies gained, uh, which is important to Aramco. Uh, you know, so we've run a couple of uh, couple of trial wells, uh, successful, um, but we're really just um, really trying to expand uh, that footprint and get the technology accepted so that we can run them more, uh, more frequently. Right, and, and you're already doing work in the Emirates, though, right? Uh, correct, yeah. yeah. We work for Adnoc uh, Offshore. Um, we've got some offshore and some onshore work, uh, but really offshore uh, for extended reach uh, applications as well. Yeah, and, and when you're talking about this, uh, the the technology to to really pull basically out to those extended reaches, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. When you're talking about that, what give us just a ballpark? Is, is there a percentage of wells, like let's say for Adnoc? I mean, how many of theirs are really that extended reach? I mean, are they are they doing anything on the on the on the links like we're doing here in the U.S. or are there? Yeah, so actually, there's um, there's a new project. Uh, it's unconventional land mm-hmm. uh, that we're, um, we're we're talking with our partners there to to try to get the technology, uh, if not specced in, but at least uh, maybe bid and, and get some of that work as well. But that's going to be different than the, you know the offshore work uh, for Adnoc specifically. Uh, they have some incredibly long lateral sections. Really? Yeah, yeah, wow. and and I don't have the data in front of me, but um, you know. One of the longest ones, uh, I think they've got a 30,000-foot uh, coil reel uh, that at the time was the biggest in the world, I believe. Don't hold me to that. But, right. uh, you know, they, they've, they're doing some really I, – I actually, to be honest with you, I think their drilling department is, is, uh, is doing a phenomenal job, you know, of really kind of pushing the limits of, of the extended reach side on the drilling side. Uh, so it's up to us to, to really, um, you know, pick up the challenge and, and, and support them wherever we can. Right. And, and, and uh, as far as temperature is concerned, then um, – 
What, what's kind of the global breakdown of usage? I mean, it's got it's got heavy adoption here in the U.S. Sure, right? Sure. But um, so, how does that market break out for you guys? Is the is it like seventy percent U.S., thirty percent everywhere else right now? Oh I mean, no, no, it would be uh, you know probably upwards of ninety percent U.S. Ninety percent. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, specifically for the hydropool. Um, you know, we've had a, a kind of a focused effort uh, over the last couple of years to really get uh, the technology adopted, as we mentioned in the UAE, uh, but now again in KSA. Uh, but outside of that market, we really we've gotten some uh, indications of interest from uh, Kuwait and uh, Oman as well. Uh, but really, uh, I mean, the line shares. Well, let's call it North America, really yeah, U- yeah. U.S. and Canada, right yeah, for sure. And nothing in South America, nothing down there. Uh, so actually, we did have some in Argentina, but mm-hmm. the uh, the climate down there uh, just was a little bit more difficult. Uh, right. Yeah, it's um, you know we 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 ran the hydropool down there, uh, very successful. Um, the the geology down there was a prime candidate for the technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the, the business atmosphere was uh, something that you know we couldn't make a go of it. So yeah, yeah that's difficult sometimes when you're dealing internationally, and if, if you're in charge of everything else. You know, man, it's country to country, it changes. It does. Right? It yeah, does. So. And, and, and administration to administration. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was a very pro-business, uh, you know, president down there, and uh, inflation really kind of uh, spiraled out of control. And then you had a kind of a populist president uh, that came in and and uh, you know claimed <laughs> to do all the things for the for the for the for the. For the for the population, and, and it was at the expense of business. So wow, uh, it's okay. It's just another challenge. You yeah, know, uh, you know, there's obstacles everywhere, and it's up to us to kind of navigate through there. All right, right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking time. Absolutely, to Jim. Talk to us about Hydropool and uh, you know the the future of that. But uh, you'll have to um, you have to put together an article for uh, you know for World Oil. I think that sure. would be fantastic. And no, we talk about that. some of the. Uh, you know, projects, the the actual projects from uh, the UAE. I think that would be fantastic. No, that'd be great. We'd uh, we'd appreciate the uh, the opportunity. All right, yeah. Jim. Take care. Pleasure. Interested in all things oil and gas? We've got a podcast for you: the Energy Pipeline. Join us each week as we cover the latest trends, transformations, and success stories alongside various key figures from the world's leading energy companies and beyond. Listen to the Energy Pipeline wherever you stream your podcasts or visit cat.com slash energy pipeline. All right, now we're here with Mike Suganor from uh, Geodynamics, uh, which is part of all states, right, Mike? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. All right, Mike. Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So um, how's it going? I mean, we're kind of on the first day of the show, right? So... It, it, it's early, but it looks looks good, right? It looks promising. Everything's busy. Uh, a lot of people moving around. Uh, a lot of customers, a lot of questions so far. Uh, can't complain. That's good, that's, right? I mean, yeah. or for the AM of the starting day, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a get, right? Oh yeah, especially with the with the Permian Basin Oil Show. Yeah, getting ready to kick <laughs> off. You know, still having quite a few people here is is good to see. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't even know how they get this planning. How everyone gets crossways. I mean, to have. PBIOS exactly over the same days. I mean, what is that? That's yeah. weird, right? No, it doesn't. Not very good planning on that one. Yeah. But, uh, so, Mike, tell us what, what is it exactly you do for Geo? Uh, currently, I'm the perforating technical solutions uh, manager. Glorified title for pretty much. Um, I run two different two sets of field crews. Um, is the main component. So I have a T&E R&D uh, kind of field crew. Uh, two guys that work underneath myself. That we do all the testing, field testing and evaluation for any of our new gun systems, uh, old gun systems, any trials, um, 
any new development, whether it be in-house um, or field test, we're a part of um, almost kind of like a, a second set of eyes to give, you know, discretion or advice on things that need to change out in the real world oh, uh, nice. of how it operates. Um, with that same group, we also provide a free um, training. If anybody buys our equipment, being our shooting panels, test boxes, um, integrated gun systems, uh, we go out to their their shop and their location and spend two to three days on location, uh, both days and nights, getting getting their guys trained up to speed to run our equipment uh, successfully. Uh, another aspect of what I do is I manage a group underneath me as well that's called Wellsite Direct, and what they do is it's a it's one guy per shift in a 32 foot. Uh, gooseneck trailer that we send out to location and they build our guns for, uh, oh, for wow, the customer okay. so they we take 100 percent accountability from the gun string from top of the gun string all the way to where you would connect the setting tool um so any any type of failures any type of, of inventory issues any downhole problems um on surface problems we have a real-time guy there you know 24 hours a day that can investigate and help uh, mitigate and give a real-time answer uh, that goes all the way from the gun system to the shooting panel um, even if there's a, a questionable shot you know they can pull the data wow. send it in to us you know we can look at the data on the panel and say hey you know your voltages currents weren't right you know your this is why your shot plot looks like this um, and explain it and hopefully get a four to six hour turnaround um, for answers where uh, most people it's it's 24 to 72 hours right you know on a report or a turnaround of what's what could have been wrong um that, that seems goes, like a super valuable service. Is that growing? Is that, is that in demand? Uh, currently, we're one of the only companies that offer the Wellsite Direct model. Uh, we're trying to market it a little bit better. Um, sometimes it gains headway, sometimes it doesn't. The pushback right now from from wireline companies is, well, if you provide a guy, what do I do with the other guy I have on location? Right, yeah. You know, I got a guy for that already, right? Yeah. And we've kind of offered, you know, like, you know, you can allocate him to another position. You can, you know, move him to... Um, you know, start another crew if you needed to. You'd have, you know, already guys you wouldn't have to hire. Um, you know, you don't dare say in the oil field, like, well, hey, you could lay them off. You know, I don't, <laughs> right, right. don't want anybody, you know, with the way the oil field goes to get laid off. But, it, you know, essentially you wouldn't need them. So you could you could cut, you could save your overhead, you know, with his overtime, you know, the, the bonuses, the per diems and stuff you pay him and pay a flat rate for, you know, two guys, one per shift to go do it do it for them right and you have real-time accountability for what's going on on location yeah yeah that's the that's the key right is to have that connection with the real-time accountability so now we're sitting in your your booth here and uh we have a, a shooting panel right next to us right that's what this is yes sir and, and this is some of your latest gear yes uh it's been out since uh covid march of 2020 is when we went oh my goodness commercialized yeah. with it um so what we've done now this is the integrated second part of it we're starting to upgrade uh, components internally to it, making it run faster, making it work work more compatible uh, internally. Um, so it's it's uh, it's really done well for us. It's been one of our our staples to moving uh, the Stratix brand um, or the Epic Command brand, you know, into into the future with Geodynamics. I really think it'll continue to go. We have a version three panel that we're currently working with um, that's in development that'll hopefully come out uh, beginning of next year. Wow. That's impressive. So, um, well, 
Mike, thanks for being on the show with us today, and thanks for taking some time to talk with us. I know it's like we were talking about; it's busy here. So, uh, you know, appreciate it, and appreciate you letting the folks know about what's going on here at Geo, about the panel and the next panel coming up. So, yeah, hopefully we'll hear more about that. I'd like to the the Wellside Direct stuff. Yeah, we should we should talk about that offline because you know, uh, for the magazine, we're always looking for case studies and things like that. So, if this you have something, you know, that you can put together as a case study and say like look you know doing it this way we help this client do that that's that's gold for us we love that stuff no definitely we could get you something put together and we can keep doing this all right mike all right thanks a lot thank Appreciate you sir it, thanks for having us all right now we're uh with neighbors at atce with uh rafael guedes rafael welcome to the show thanks jim Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny because we just saw each other at the uh, World oh, Oil Awards last week, right? Or yeah. At the Gulf Energy Information Excellence Awards, as they're known now. So that was fantastic because you guys came away with two of them, right? Yes, we won the, the best drilling technology, what was great, with Red Zone Robotics, basically a solution to automate completely the rig floor, taking people out of the harm's way. So, and we also won the best small mid-cap company in the oil and gas industry. Imagine that. So right. definitely That's a crazy, big right? night for neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that was, that was amazing, amazing. Yeah. So tell us, uh, what are you guys featuring here at ATCE then? So we're talking about three themes mainly. The digitization side with Rig Cloud trying to provide a solution to uh, every rig in the market to aggregate all the data, enable smart analytics, uh, data visualization, uh, automation. And then with automation, we have a smart ROS. That's the second topic we're right. covering. And the capacity to integrate the different workflows for drilling, sliding, and MPD. So all the workflows that you have normally on the rig integrated into one operating platform. And we're leveraging a lot of our collaborators as well with smart ROS and rig cloud and bringing their digital technology into our neighbor's ecosystem. So, and the third topic is decarbonization. We have a portfolio of solutions that are aimed to reduce the CO2 emissions on operating rigs. And that goes for smart power yeah, uh, right. and, and different others that uh, can really help rig contractors and well operators to reduce the, the CO2 emissions on, on drilling operations. That's interesting because I know about smart power because I think it was last year, was it just last year at this conference where I think you guys were talking about that more, right? And you guys yeah. were really focusing on that. But what other ways can can a, a driller decarbonize? I mean, you, you know, uh, idling down engines that you're not using, that's a good one. But is, are there other things? There, there's many different others. Uh, one, for example, is, is fluids additives. So we are adding additives to the chemistry of uh, diesel to basically with nano 2. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, that's an incredible yeah. one, right? Yeah. Because you, you burn less fuel, basically. Burn right? less fuel to deliver the same amount of work. Right. Uh, smart power, of course, optimizing uh, the utilization of engines. Right. And what is unique about what Neighbors does is using really AI, leveraging all the data we have collected on our rigs, and try to anticipate the demand that those engines are going to have depending on the type of operation you're doing. Right. So we are using the last 10 minutes of data and trying to predict, and that's really something that is unique to neighbors. So instead of having to uh, depend on the driller to think ahead, we are doing that with data. Right. And we can achieve you know, 
up to 15% of uh, fuel re reduction f reductions with, uh, with smart power. So that's, a, that's amazing. Just to name two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's impressive. But now I gotta, I'm going to ask you a thing, and, and if, we, if you don't want to answer, don't answer, and just say, hey, okay. Jim, we'll cut, it, we'll cut it there. But Shoot. <laughs> I, have this, I have this thing. It's very interesting because I've been watching. I watch the recount very closely. I watch, you know, frack fleets, and I've been seeing this, this decrease all year long, right? I mean, mm -hmm. the, the rig count's basically just been going down slowly, but down, and yeah. the same with the frack fleets, and yet production is at an all-time high, yeah. right? So is this because of efficiencies in these All systems? All about efficiency, Jim. Really? You're absolutely right, because we are delivering more value out of each foot drilled, not right. only in terms of uh, the time it takes to deliver that amount of work with reduction on feet per day, and that's really what uh, SmartROS does. It's, it's by automating those workflows, you do it safer, right? Right. That's not always number one. And we do it more consistently. So you're trying to minimize your train wrecks. Right, exactly. And, and of course, when you implement automation, what you're doing is introducing your best practices to all your rig fleets. So imagine an operator that is now sometimes two or three different contractors and they're trying to standardize how they drill those wells. Right. Now with, with digitization and automation, that's what you can do. And, and by drilling, of course, faster, right? Less train racks, you have more production faster, and you have more uh, production. So it definitely, it's all about efficiency. Yeah, it's, it's so impressive to see that because I've been, you know, I mean, okay, we're, we're a magazine, right? We're a publisher. So I'm only tangentially involved in the business, but I've been around for like 20 some odd years, and I've never it's seen that. Deal. I've never seen <laughs> that where everything's going down and yet production's going up. It just yeah. doesn't happen in the past. So it really is kind of like a new era because you're going to need uh, fewer pieces of equipment to produce even more oil. Absolutely. Right? And, and that's another unique thing about neighbors because we harness this technology by deploying on our own rigs, and we achieve now saturation. So we have all our rigs today running our technology, but to each growth, now we're moving to non-numerous rigs. We're taking that same technology and we make it available. So uh, any rig contractor operator that wants to automate their rigs, they can use the technology to do the same. So it's really, even though activity is going down, the growth opportunity is just tremendous because there's so many rigs out there that are still drilling the conventional <laughs> way. Old school. Right? Yeah, old right, school yeah, drilling. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and that's really a portal for us to to do more. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for taking the time, thanks, Rafael, man. being on the show today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Jen. All right. Now we're here on Floco Stand with Jesse Palasic. Uh, Jesse, welcome to the show. How's it going? It's excellent. It's excellent. Now, tell us, what is it exactly you do for Floco? I'm the automation manager and developer. Excellent. Excellent. And you guys are rolling out some brand new tech we at are. ATCE, right? Yes, sir. We are. Excellent. Well, Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, we have our uh, Apex controller. It's a gas lift and plunger lift uh, multi-well uh, controller. It can control up to 16 independent wells uh, doing gas lift, plunger lift, and downhole gauge uh, simultaneously. So it's a pretty uh, pretty intense unit. Yeah, that's that's amazing, really, when you think about it. I mean, 16 wells, right? Yes, sir, 16. So, and, and that's so six per pad. We'd be talking basically three pads we could do. Uh, or 16 on one pad. 16 on one pad, yeah, you could. of course. Yes, yeah, that's, that's impressive. Absolutely. And so what's the advantage of a system? I know you guys have been developing this for a long time. So what's the advantage to your clients of using a system like this? Um, 
one of the biggest advantages I would say would be the you know how universal the si- the system itself is. Um, you're not married to specifically our equipment. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, you can use. I mean, really, obviously, we want to you know push our equipment, but you can use anybody's downhole gauge. You can use anybody's RTU. You can bring all this data directly into our controller, and our controller uses anybody's data to you know calculate the in the algorithms, um, which is you know one of the biggest features that it has. You can use uh, or do downhole gauge, gapple paggle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> either one, half a dozen, one more or the other. Um, you can utilize or do up to 16 wells simultaneously uh, with all three operations: um, downhole gauge, plunger lift, and gas lift. Uh, that's probably the biggest feature, I'd say. Yeah, that's that's simultaneously. Impressive. I mean. Essentially, you can take one controller and control 16 wells at the same time, doing all three operations per well. Wow, so, that that is yes impressive. Sir. And so, what are some of the advantages uh, of using your system? Well, because you, you I don't start. need, you know, yeah. I mean, you got a lot of them, right? But I mean, you guys don't need. I mean, it, it, it's not uh, um, equipment specific, right? So you can retrofit this Correct. to operators' wells that are already in there and have different types of. Uh, uh, lift systems right correct i mean you're not married to our skater platform you can go anywhere with it um you can go to your skater platform our skater platform i mean you've got five com ports on board out the box so you can go to five different platforms if you'd like oh wow. um yes sir you can, uh, two independent ethernet por- uh, ports completely independent of each other two separate subnets um i mean that's two different networks you can run on the board straight out the box wow uh, with adding nothing extra to it um, the ability to, to you know control the, the the controller from your app, which you know is free just by downloading it from the, the Google Play or the Apple Tunes, the iTunes Store, um, you know all those functions come out the box uh, in the unit. So those are you know pretty big features. Um, as far as the algorithms themselves go, I mean we have auto adjusting on gas lift and plunger lift. Um, throwing downhole gauge in there, we calculate the critical rate based upon downhole pressure. We um, will essentially set um, the, the box itself will 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 calculate the critical rate and then it will optimize and adjust that injection till you hit that critical rate and then it'll maintain that critical rate um you know and then at that point we'll call it optimized and we'll, we'll display that status per well wow uh, wow yes, sir. so now you guys have used this in the field already correct too, right? yes sir we've been field testing for about two to two and a quarter years or so so is it i mean it's always hard to quantify these things right because fields are different things are different but have you seen do you have like an average increase in production you know when you get all this put together typically 25 to 30 percent 25 to 30 percent it's about average 20 to 30 20 okay 20 20 to 30 percent that is correct that is impressive so i guess the the only question is is how come you guys aren't out there selling these things like like hotcakes man i mean we're trying trying. (laughs) 20 20 to 30 percent increase though that's a that's amazing results right it it is you know inventory with covid has had slowed things down in terms of things of that uh oh that's right supply chain stuff and things like that but now that it now that it's uh uh i mean this is the official launch of it right so now you're you're out full blown yes sir. yeah with the market well this is fascinating and and we'll have to have some you know articles from you guys for the magazine and, and whatnot talking about this because this seems to me and you know i'm not a technical guy right but if you don't need a lot of specialized equipment and you can retrofit to existing wells and do those things that seems like a no-brainer for every operator's got producing wells to get them hooked up to something like this you right? would think you would think yeah it's um it's it's the unit for sure i, I you know i came from avb which is a different background and I um when we when we built this thing we made sure it had everything. Nice. I mean, everything. So Nice. Well I look forward to hearing more about it in the future, Jesse. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Jim.
Thanks for tuning in to our show. Please check out the show notes for the links we discussed in the podcast. We value your opinions, so if you have any questions or comments, kindly email them to us at deepdive at worldoil.com. Additionally, we'd appreciate it if you could rate us on your preferred podcast listening app. Lastly, don't forget to visit worldoil.com for the latest technical articles and news about the oil and gas industry.